Welcome to Election Coverage 2020. Donald J. Trump. We will make America great again. Joseph R. Biden. We can build back better. I'm looking forward to getting started as soon as we can. It's Election Day 2020. You decide. All right, guys, welcome back to Matt in the Morning. We got Jason, we got Brock, we got J-Dubs from all across the country. We got Arizona, we got Minnesota, we got New Jersey, we got Virginia, all in one room here on Zoom. Um, And yeah, so it is election day. I think everybody's been excited for this election for some time. I think everybody's ready to see what's going to happen. We've been seeing all the ads. It's literally one one is pro-Trump, one's pro-Biden. We all know uh, Quid Pro Joe, and we know all the nicknames, Sleepy Joe. Um, it goes across the board. <laughs> um, we've all seen it. I know. He's hanging out with Lady Gaga this morning, trying to get some more votes in, in Pennsylvania, because that's where it's going to come down to. Um, but yeah, we're going to go around a little quick 30-second intro, who you are, what school, um, and pretty much why you're here and why you're pumped up for the election. Um, so we're just going to give that a little bit. Um, let's go to you, Jason. Yeah, sure. So I'm Jason. I am from New Jersey. I'm attending Virginia Tech. I'm a senior right now uh, studying public relations, trying to get out, do some work for Turning Point USA, maybe get a law degree, you know, something like that, and play around in politics. So that's me. Awesome. And as you mentioned, Turning Point USA, we do have our Student Action Summit in Florida, Palm Beach, Florida. And you can reach out to Jason and anybody else on this show. This is, we are not, this is all, our viewpoints are all our own, not Turning Points. Just want to give the disclaimer again with our Turning Point. Um, But yeah, 19th through the 22nd, West Palm Beach, Florida, 40 speakers. The list is going to be out. Um, If you're a student, get involved. Turning Point US or TPUSA.com. Awesome. Let's get over to Brock. How you doing, Brock? Oh, I think we, we lost. Oh, he's on mute. Yeah, he's on. <laughs> there we go. Hey, I'm sorry. I, there, there's a lawnmower in the background. I didn't want you guys to hear it. All good. Um, yeah, so again, I'm, I'm Brock. I'm, I'm from Arizona. I went to school out in Indiana, so I got a little bit of uh, the Midwest in me. Went to Wabash College. It was a small all-male school out in uh, Crawfordsville. Um, I graduated about a year ago now. And um, since then, I've kind of just been working on work. I've been working at Northwestern Mutual. I started coaching recently, and that's kind of the path that I'm looking to, what to follow is, up with is, uh, is coaching. Awesome. Football. What's, awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Sweet. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do some uh, quick pick uh, football picks, like fantasy football. We were talking about that. <laughs> so some states, yeah. some high states, some high high performance states. All right, J-Dubs, um, you're on our second panel of the morning, but I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you the floor. Well, I'm originally from Arizona, but I go to school out at St. John's University in Minnesota. And, uh, you know, I'm a poli-sci major. I'm graduating after this semester. And, uh, you know, I did my thesis in public uh, public policy. So, you know, I like politics. I do a lot of politics for free on my own time. I know a lot of you, most of you here follow me on Twitter, so you kind of see what I'm about. But yeah, that's what I like to do. All right. Sweet, sweet. Um, so we did predictions in the first segment. We already looked into who we're going to, and we're going to all ask you guys here in a bit about 
who you think is going to win. And of course, I think everybody's really excited about this election. Okay. Who's going to, all right. Who do you think is going to win? Everybody wants to know who's everybody's voting for. Um, we'll wait on that. But I think this first, uh, first part of this panel, I want to discuss um, the issues to the American people and why people have been, um, what do you think is maybe the biggest election issue and why maybe that candidate is excelled in that issue and why they'll win. We've seen two different types of candidates. We have a clear choice here. Uh, Donald Trump, the, really the pro-America. And then we have Joe Biden, who's very like, we're going to go into a dark and cold winter. Not very optimistic, I would say. Um, very pessimistic. And so I was going to, I'm just kind of curious to hear from everybody about about 60 seconds, just about what do you think is the biggest issue this election, um, election cycle? And, um, and then you can kind of maybe go into uh, who, why, why that person has excelled in that issue. Um, Brock, let's start with you. Um, that's, that's a good question. I, I think the top of the list is anything involving race right now. Um, you know, I think when we talk about race and equality, I think that Joe Biden's done a real good job of focusing on that. Um, I can't say that either of them have really put out solutions to solve um, systemic racism. Uh, but I, I think that's the top of the line issue. And then from there kind of goes down. Uh, but still, I, I'd honestly, I'd lean more towards Trump and how he's addressed it and how he wants to go about it as opposed to, uh, as opposed to Biden when uh, he really just addresses it and says, I'm, I'm a person of the people when really that's what Trump's saying too, but he's already in the office and he's trying to make strides toward, towards eliminating the, the systemic process. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, how about you, Jason? Yeah, so I think the number one thing that candidates to run on right now is preserving our freedom as it is and with that obviously the entire country is worried about this whole coronavirus COVID-19 and you know you hear plans from both sides and hear about what the president says he'll do in the next few months if he's reelected and then hear about what Joe Biden says he'll do if he gets elected and the plans are really similar but the only difference that I really see is that Joe Biden says he's going to mandate the mask wearing and also uh, toyed around with mandating the, the vaccine. And when it comes to how our freedom is preserved, I think having a government mandated vaccine and with that a government mandated mask wearing, uh, in my personal opinion, is infringing upon our own personal freedoms that are granted to us in the constitution, you know, in, in what our country is really founded upon. So when it comes to preserving our freedoms, I think that President Trump's done a better job uh, really addressing that, giving more personal responsibility rather than relying on the government to be responsible for you. No, I, I love that answer. And I know uh, we have two different visions of what we'll see if we see a Biden presidency or a Trump presidency is you, Trump wants to give the rights back to the people, of course, in our constitution, our declaration of independence. And we look at the origins of that and you have Joe Biden, hey, we're going to mandate masks. Like you said, the vaccine, there's all these different mandates. And it's like, hey, right. I, I, I know myself best. I feel like I can make decisions for myself. So I love it. All right, over to J-Dubs. Here, a fresh take. Well, it if you're looking at the short term, people are going to worry about COVID. Um, I'm not a short term thinker. I'm a long term thinker. Thinker, and I think that COVID is isn't something that I think voters, when they go to the ballot box, they're really going to vote about. I think they're going to vote on the economy. They realize the economy impacts them more than a illness that only it has a very very like it's 99.999. It's like we're talking about into the very little decimals, and that doesn't mean that 
why does it like the people who die like you know that i'm not trying to be i'm trying to be just realistic about the the data on it something that our media struggles to do and though COVID is a serious problem um there's better way we figure out ways to mitigate it we figure out ways to get past uh, a lot of the problems it gave us in the beginning and with that you know we need to start to rebuild our economy from the horrible decisions of locking down as we've seen uh that those decisions haven't actually impacted uh, it, they haven't actually helped COVID. They made it worse. The WHO has gone out and said that. They finally have admitted that. Um, and it's, it's just really interesting if you look at the data from Europe. You know, for the left of people that try to lean so much on science, they like to nitpick science what fits them because um, they're really not looking at what, the, what, you know, how impactful the masks are, how impactful lockdowns are. When we have suicide rates rising up, drug, uh, you know, drug usage, um, all sorts of horrible things that are uh, causing public health crises of their own. And yeah. so um, that's, that's my, that's my take there. The economy is going to be what's at the ballot box. People want jobs. People want to continue to grow our economy from where it was. Uh, the uh, Gallup poll had us at 56% of Americans think they're well, well off more now than they were in the Biden Obama administration. And, uh, you know, do what, do what uh, Biden said to Arizonans. Uh, if that's the case, if people, 56% of people think that, then they shouldn't vote for him. And he's correct. They shouldn't vote for an administration that wants to outsource jobs and completely crash our economy, given it a, uh, given an already, um, an already kind of artificial recession that we put ourselves in because of certain uh, horrible policies in certain states. Which brings us to new federalism, which I think what Trump uh, brings to the table, and we need to keep that up. Yep, I know. I love I love that answer, and I know you mentioned uh, we have six hundred percent up in drug usage in the past ninety days. One in four young people have contemplated suicide in the last uh, ninety days as well. So these are big numbers. These are things we always talk about mental health, but serious issues because of our lockdowns. They have not helped. We've seen that mask wearing uh, that it, what is it upwards of eighty percent of people. Um, that have had the COVID, we're wearing masks and we're social distancing, but still got it. I think a lot of people have already had it, just didn't know it. Um, I'm pretty sure at least in January, February, when we first started this podcast, that there's a good chance that I got it in February. It's pretty sick. And I know a lot of other people were pretty sick at my school. It was like, everybody was sick. Oh, it's just a bad flu year. And all of a sudden COVID happens, everything shut down, economy tanks. Oh, and all of a sudden in an election year, we keep these lockdowns. Hey, let's lock down for two weeks, everybody. And then we're sitting in October and most of a lot of the country still locked down. California, we're still locked down here. Um, we can still, we can go inside now, but we have to, uh, Newsom has recommended that we put our mask on while we eat now. Um, and we can have Thanksgiving dinner with our families and that um, they're going to start taxing the air that we breathe here in California. Um, and so if you want to see socialism at its finest and in our commie, commie California, as we've uh, heard many people call it, I think, I don't want to see the rest of the country have to go with that. I'm hoping voters come out and don't pass any of the 24 or something propositions in California. They're all taxes except for two. Um, <laughs> they say, Oh yeah. Well, so we don't, we don't trust the tax dollars being spent in California. So hopefully we see some change. Um, so Jason um, from New Jersey. So I feel like you know a little bit better on the climate there, but how are things going on in Virginia? And if you want to mention how it looks in New Jersey as well, I would love to hear that as well that too 
Yeah, so I'm I'm a little more out of touch with Jersey because I've been here in Virginia since came, we got back to school in August. Uh, and I got to say, Virginia always it, it teases me every year because you really think it's going to go red. It's right there, and then places like Richmond and uh, Virginia Beach they just pull so much weight uh, when they vote when they are overwhelmingly blue, and then Virginia goes blue. Uh, Daniel Gade uh, he's running for Senate against Mark Warner. Uh, after his last debate, he was within two points for the Senate. And, and that means a lot. I mean, that, that's people that are going out to vote for not even the presidency, but even just like the Senate. Uh, and you see how close that is. And even if he were to win, I still just have doubt that Virginia can even go red just because these, these big pools where the cities are, where, you know, Richmond, and then you have a little bit of Northern Virginia, and then uh, on Virginia Beach, they're just so blue opposed to when you're driving through places like Lynchburg and the country and, you know, all the farmland and you see signs, farmers for Trump, women for Trump, minorities for Trump, all these things. And they just get outweighed by, by these cities, which is, is honestly the same thing in New Jersey. I saw a, a map today and the entirety of Northern and Southern Jersey are overwhelmingly red. And then it's just through Trenton and the inner city through the middle of New Jersey is blue and New Jersey goes blue every single year. Uh, so I, I think it's really misleading, but it, you just kind of lose faith in, in states like Jersey and Virginia when year after year, or I guess election after election, you see them uh, overwhelmingly red and then they still just turn out blue. Wow. Yeah, just incredible. So you're thinking um, this could be a bold prediction that they maybe go red this year, but are you, are you thinking it's pretty sure in the blue category this year? Yeah, I, I don't see uh, Virginia or New Jersey going, going red. I think it's been a steady progression that way. Um, I think that you can see it, whether it's the next one or two, I think you can see more likely Virginia than, than Jersey, but I, I, I'm like 99% sure you'll, you'll see them both go blue. Dang, and I, and I love the Virginia Beach area. No, I love that, that whole, I'm like, man, um, I, love, I love going to Virginia. I was there a few times in the last few years, and yeah, no, I love it. It's so green over there, but yeah, no Democrats mm-hmm. and the policies, it's not always the best for the people and I bet the spending trend's probably right. gotten a little bit out of control in some areas of that that city. I'm like, oh, I know there's going to be some improvements, but man, sad. I know <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll see what happens tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing hopefully some bigger voter turnout. Uh, maybe this will be the year, mm-hmm. Jason. So, all right. Hey, I'm hoping. I'm praying. Awesome, awesome. All right, Brock. How's how are things looking in Arizona right now? We've heard this would be a purple state. A lot of Californians are running over there. We got our U-Hauls going over there in full oh. force with their Trump flags on them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, and it is, it's funny that you actually bring up California. I was just talking to my mom the other day and my dad about how people from California are coming down here, whether it's the fires driving them out or it's the political atmosphere out there driving them out. But now they're trying to vote for the same issues that they left. And it just, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I believe the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing and expecting the same result or a different result. So... I don't understand that. So, but at least we're in the area that I'm living in right now. I've seen a lot more Trump uh, cardboard signs. I've seen more advocation for Trump. Um, but on the same side of that, um, the younger population, when you go to like towards Tempe, they think that, uh, that Biden's the answer with uh, the free education talk and uh, and raising taxes. Like, well, I don't make four hundred thousand dollars. I'm not going to get more tax. And um, basically, it seems that with the more educated, flourishing population over here is more Trump. And then you go towards Tempe and even sometimes Scottsdale, 
and they're like, oh, let's go for Biden. Let's do this. And because that's where people from California travel to. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And especially being a border state and you're thinking immigration policy, it's like you want to have safe neighborhoods. You want to protect your state. You want to be thriving. And the one thing is Arizona, you can move to Arizona. I know people moving there right now. Um, They're just, they're fed up of all the California policy. Like you said, it's insanity. We keep voting the same things over and over in a state um, that is like, everybody's not a chance um, in hell that it actually goes red ever at least in this election maybe in a few years we're starting to see a shift i'm probably toward a little bit more of a purple hopefully california a little bit more mixture because of our agricultural land we literally can't get a dam Mm -hmm. built we've been talking about building dams for 30 years now nothing (laughs) and our farmers are like where's our water um as you've probably seen the devin nunez we have different commercials and him trying to get water um, but yeah, no, my experience in Arizona, I went twice this summer. I know Jason, I saw him. I met Jason there actually at a chapter leadership summit with turning point. And, uh, my dad actually went out to get a haircut while, uh, one of the super cuts in the local area. And then he walked in, they kind of could tell my dad's from California. Uh, and he was talking about it and he goes, yeah, I was from California. And he goes, yeah. And the, and the lady specifically said, we love when you guys visit. Yeah. Come spend your money here. Buy, buy up, help our economy and then go back <laughs> but she did it in like a joking way so um, it was like oh because i'm like yeah. and i and i and i got that from a lot of people from california that moved there they're like yeah we've been here for 10 years and we see more people from california moving over and they're like and the voting it's showing in in uh the electoral map what cities are flipping it's not, not the best for the the outcome of arizona i would not want to see that go blue um i know j-dubs have been talking about it going red in our last segment um for trump so hopefully we see that i and we need some conservative policies there to stay yeah. there because <laughs> we won't have anywhere else to flee to after that so well texas is looking at going blue at least I what know. i've been hearing they're shifting already so a lot of things um yeah so j-dubs um yeah, we didn't actually get to it in the last segment, but you're in Minnesota right now. How are things looking in Minnesota? Well, Minnesotans are very interesting people, to say the least. They, uh, they, uh, they're indecisive when it comes to politics, in my opinion. And but, you know, I'm at where I'm at in Stearns County. It's a it's a major Trump, it's a major Trumpville. Um, and the thing is, I t- I've been talking to people. The Iron Range doesn't look like it's flipping, like like which they need. They need to they need to out they need to bleed some votes from the Democrats up in the Iron Range to win the state, in my opinion. Unless rural turnout is just and and the suburbs of Minneapolis are just it, it would you need to secure those key counties outside the suburbs of Minneapolis and St. Paul in the Iron Range to win this election, whether it's winning the county or getting a decent portion and you know, staying competitive in those uh, counties, key counties, that's the only way you can really win. But people here are very indecisive. You know, you're talking about a state that is voted uh, uh, Ventura as their governor, you know? So this place is, they're really, they're really willing to vote for people. Um, we saw that Trump barely lost this place, I think by one point last election cycle. Um, we'll, you know, if it flips, don't be surprised. But uh, if it doesn't, don't be surprised either. Um, in a correction in the last segment, I do think uh, Arizona, if Biden flips any state, Arizona would be the one to be flipped. Um, I think Brock would agree with me on that. There's any way the Republicans have, uh, have, have, from what I looked at, 
the Republicans in Maricopa County, where Brock and I are from, have sealed uh, uh, the gap that they, they they were losing between 2016 and 2018. So now they've really kind of pushed that gap a little bit closer. So those new voters are going to vote for Trump. Um, newer voters always, the newer registered voters are likely to vote because that's the reason why they're registering. So we could, which honestly, this could explain McSally, the Senate race has been tightening, tightening for, uh, between her and Kelly. Uh, we wouldn't want Arizonans, I have a hard time believing they would actually want Kelly and vote, you know, or someone that is anti-gun like he is. Um, and he's a show for China. So it's really, uh, it's, it's really up in the air for Arizona and Minnesota. You know, but it'd be really it'd be really interesting to see uh, both of them go red this year. Yep. All right, thank you, J Dubs, for that. I think we're like I said, Arizona. It's getting getting interesting, and we see states like Nevada was your your bold pick in our last segment. Um, and we're gonna go around. We're gonna do our bold predictions. I want to hear what you guys have to say. So, one bold prediction for the election: it can be a state flip, congressional race. It can literally be anything. Um, and then. Uh, and then who you got? It can be Trump, Biden, Joe, Kanye, Mickey Mouse. Who's your top pick for tonight? If if so, um, yeah, uh, Jason, let's kick us off again. Bold prediction and pick for president. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Put me on the spot. Let's see. Well, I feel like nothing in this election is, is even a bold prediction. I feel like, you know, almost almost everything here is up for grabs. Uh, like they were talking about Arizona. Uh, Michigan, like, I mean, you, if you look at, you know, a third party source, you, you'd see that it's up for grabs. I mean, if you look at either polarized news source, we'll say it's definitely, you know, it's here for the taking, but uh, I think like even something like that. So I'll, while I'm on Michigan, I'll go with that. And I'll say, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of polls telling you that Biden's leading everywhere, but then whenever you listen to in-person commentating, uh, a lot of people will say, yeah, I think, I think Trump's taking uh, Michigan. So I'm going to hop on the train here and I'm going to say that, uh, that Trump's going to take Michigan. And I think that that's really going to start a, uh, the, you know, the red wave, as everybody likes to say, I think it's really going to start. I think as soon as you see one of these major States that's upper grabs, as soon as you see uh, Trump take it, you're going to see other States just following suit. Uh, I think one of the really big things that I, I had an epiphany that uh, I feel really dumb for just getting it last night, but I was looking up results for early voting and I was like, man, like Biden just, you know, he's, he's taking over the country. And then you look at it and you say that's because like 80% of the voters voting for Biden already voted. Um, so you see all these gaps in all these states, you know, saying Republicans are, are behind by 100,000. And then you think, okay, but only like 30% of Republicans have even voted. Uh, so you see today, like I, I, Fox News put out the number and it was upwards of 70% of registered Republican voters are, are going out to vote today. They haven't voted yet. Uh, so this is where you see where everybody's talking about that red wave. Uh, you see that momentum, uh, you know, this, this election has been a marathon and in a marathon, you know, you like to sprint that last half mile. And uh, I think Republican voters coming out to vote today is that last half mile. And it, I think it's, uh, you know, it's contagious. You see one state, like I said, you see Michigan go red. I think you'll see a lot. So my prediction is, is uh, Trump. You know, I, I don't see him losing now. I think he has a better chance winning this year than he did in 2016. He did it then. So Hop on the train. I think it's yeah, I know, right? I know. We we'll, we'll gotta get some. We we'll gotta get some music going on. A little red wave going, right? I know that's been. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So that's. I love that prediction. I know Michigan. He was actually there last night doing some some rallies. Um, and man, it was one thing to to see how many people. I know 
the, the crowd was chanting, we love you. Um, I don't think I've ever heard a, a crowd cheer for a politician <laughs> like Donald Trump. I, you got to say, there's so much love in the air. And it's like, man, yeah. the love and tolerance is on the left. I'm, yeah, not for sure on that. Um, Brock, <laughs> what's your bold prediction, man? And who you got? Um, I think I think better to start with uh, with who I have to be honest with you, and I think that kind of leads in. And um, I, I have Trump um, just by. Uh, I, I feel like it's a lot like the 2016 election. Um, maybe just this time we have a little more advocation for Trump openly, uh, but it's it's very similar predictions. I think that, um, that a lot of the the polls show like in 2016 Clinton was swayed by a landslide. And right now I'm looking at it and it shows 51.8% of people are voting for Biden or expected to vote for Biden and 44.4 for Trump. And I think it's almost going to be the exact opposite, if not more for Trump, just like it was prior in 2016, just because of how people treat you. If you are a Trump supporter, if you are, then you're a racist, you're a xenophobe, you're, yep. you know, you name it. It's, yep. it's nothing positive. And um, so I think that's the unfortunate, I think my bold prediction I don't know if it's so much bold, but I mean, just being from Arizona, I still think we're going to stay red. Um, I don't, I don't see us going blue. I think the only people that really get any attention now are people who are blue. So yeah. I, I still think that Arizona will be red. I might even say that Florida is going to be red too. Um, that's no, just I, my gut feeling. And I'm, and I'm hoping to check in with you guys later in the night. We're going to be pulling people on from all across the country in the later <laughs> night because we're going to start seeing states get called. We're going to start seeing things go in certain directions. Um, and it'll be interesting to hear, okay, Brock, how's it looking in Arizona? Are things burning down yet? No. Um, so, and it'll be, it'll, no, we, we yeah. got to be. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and then J-Dubs, I know you, you dropped Nevada as your, uh, one of your wild card bold predictions last round. You got, you got another one. Yeah, I mean, kind of hinted at it earlier. Uh, Minnesota has a chance. I, I, I just – I agree with – I think I agree with Brock on, on an aspect of people are actually – this Trump – people are a lot more open about being Trump supporters, and I think a lot of it has to do with people are sick of people telling them who they're supposed to support who they're not, and if you support them, you're all these things that you're not. And I think people are sick of that. And, I, and, I, and I'm praying that, I've said this before, I don't do this, uh, to me, I'm, I'm not voting, this election to me isn't about Trump versus Biden. To me, this is a referendum on leftist ideologies and ideologues. I think they can control our lives, and they, can, they can tear our country down, and they think they can pull it completely down, burn it down, stomp on it, and expect us to follow suit with them. As if it is, it's, as if it's supposed to be okay that they destroyed our country, and I'm tired of it. And they think people think this is oh, oh, this is that, that's not what's happening. Wake up, because what we what we've been seeing in academia and all the institutions that the left controls, the right has. We are the counterculture right now. We are the counterculture. Yep. Yeah. The, the progressive wing is mainstream right now, and we see that in almost every aspect of our lives. And Americans are revolutionaries at heart. In Arizona, we're revolutionaries at heart, okay? Like, this is what we, that's what we're known for. We, we give the middle finger to our own governor, you know, because of how he was trying to shut down our economy. We don't care if he's red or blue. That's why we're yeah. so willing to vote people in. Shoot. So, you know what? This is a referendum on leftism. And I'm hoping that Minnesotans wake up and see that. And they take the damn state back from the left. That where all their tax money is being drained in freaking the Twin Cities. People are sick of it here. 
hundred percent. Yeah. I was like, I went to Arizona for the Trump rally in June and man, people were, people were booing Martha McSally. <laughs> I was like, that tells you any sign about Arizona. Um, so hopefully yeah. we see some of the, the red kingdom. We got the tech nine song, right? A red wave. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just had to at least one time, at least one time, but uh, yeah, no guys. Uh, thank you guys for coming on um, quick 30 seconds around. If you want to promote your social media, anything you guys are doing um, to let our audience know and to go check you guys out. Um, yeah, sorry. All uh, right. Brock. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> anybody, I'll go. anybody that wants to hop on. Oh, sorry. Brock, you got it. You got it, Brock. Uh, yeah, um, Matt, I don't have anything that I, I want to promote. I guess peace. Um, no matter who's elected, I think that you should just go out. And if you're going to have any sort of debate, let it be peaceful. Um, there's no reason to attack one another over opinions. I think um, you're welcome to disagree, but at least have reasons and facts and back it up. But you know, there's no reason to hate somebody or attack somebody just because they disagree with you. That's what disagreements are. And that's how you learn more is by disagreeing. Yep. That's it's, it's our country is founded on um, conversation and persuasion. There's only two ways you get power, persuasion and force. So persuading people and you don't agree. Hey, I'm going to protect your right to say that. Right. So love it. All right, Jason, right over to you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously Brock, Brock nailed that. And I'm going to go, uh, you know, more of the, the selfish route and kind of tell you like SAS, uh, if you're, if you're in any way uh, driven by politics or driven by uh, being surrounded by people who are in the politics, even if you're not, Turning Point USA is about freedom of speech. And I don't think anybody is in this, in this country uh, is going to argue that freedom of their speech, whatever that may be, is, is a bad thing. So SAS, uh, you know, December 19th, it's, almost all paid for uh, to go listen to the, some of the most influential political voices in this country. So uh, if you're interested, just, just, you know, send me a message or DM me at Jason dash Rotundi. You can see my name on the screen. Just send me a message and we'll get you hooked up. Yeah. Promote, promote. And if you want to get involved, go to turning point USA.com TPUSA.com to get involved. I know J dubs was saying it. He's all, it's literally the ideology of the left referendum. And we are on the front lines of the culture war um, in this country. So make sure to go and get involved, tpusa.com. Um, and then J-Dubs, close us out, man. Well, you know, the, like Brock was saying, this is – our elections, whether no, – no matter what, we are a symbol in this world. We're a beacon of light, we're a beacon of hope, and we're a beacon of freedom. And we need to act like that. It's really sad that we have someone who was a representative of the EU who's now, because of Brexit, who's actually wanted Brexit. I forgot, his, his, uh, I, I forgot his name, but he comes into our, our country and he's recording all of our boarded up shops because of election day, because people are that scared. That, and, that, and that looks really bad on us. Um, and honestly, people aren't running away from Trump supporters. And whoever thinks that is probably a moron. So, you know, this isn't okay. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, you have to stand up to this type of violence and nonsense because this is not going to help our country. If you want to divide this country, you, you go out there and, 
and uh, you allow this, or you stay quiet, and you allow this type of violence to happen in our country, especially over an election, over the people's voices, you know? And, you know, and some people complaining about the Electoral College, I have a thing for you, it's called, uh, we're a uh, constitutional republic, we are, we are a federation of states, maybe you should do some research on it so you can understand the, uh, what our country is about and why our country votes the way it does and why the Electoral College exists. People, if you want to start hear some content like that, you can follow me at Twitter at J Dubs Blog. Two Bs, not one B. J Dubs Blog, and I'll look forward to following you back and uh, hearing your guys' sides uh, when you comment on my posts. Yeah. I hope everyone has a great uh, election night. Please be safe and stand up for what's right, no matter what side you're on. All right, guys. And to close out, we have to play the song of pretty much the last month, and. <laughs> the drum song. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get that. You gotta get it. The way he does it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another Matt in the Morning segment. We got Jason, we got Brock, we got J-Dubs. Thank you guys for coming out. Um, I had a great time. It was good hearing what's going on around the country. And that's what we're going to be doing all day here on the Matt in the Morning and then in the Matt and the Chan in the afternoon. So um, thank you guys for coming on. Um, Yes. So we'll see you guys next time.